Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, May 11th, 2021. The battle over election law in this country moves to the United States Senate. We'll discuss that, plus the lingering questions ahead of tomorrow's vote to oust Liz Cheney from House GOP leadership. And finally, Republicans pick their candidate in the race for governor in Virginia. Today, Senate Democrats are moving ahead with a sweeping proposal to rewrite U.S. election laws. This proposal is meant to counteract a lot of the voter restrictions you've been seeing put in place by Republican legislatures across the country. Republicans have passed some of those new laws in states like Georgia and Florida. And right now, this week, Texas is considering a big election law. We saw it in Iowa and elsewhere. The Senate bill is called For the People Act. And it's known in Senate jargon as S-1. It's the companion bill that already passed the House of Representatives known as H.R. 1. And today, the Senate Rules Committee had a markup session. And lots of amendments were offered from both sides. And what has become clear is that this legislation is going to be a cause celeb for both Democrats and Republicans, though for entirely different reasons. This is the kind of legislation that animates the base of both parties, grassroots donors, gets lots of talk on cable TV. So you're going to see real partisan battles in the next few months as this legislation plays its way out. The act seeks to rewrite federal campaign finance laws and set out new ethics requirements for the president and Supreme Court justices. It also looks to make broad changes in election administration. Things like voter registration, same-day voter registration, and early voting periods, when early voting can take place. This hearing was sort of the first time that the spotlight focused on this issue nationally in this Congress, in the Biden administration, and you saw the contrasting views from Republicans and Democrats quite clearly. In fact, in an unusual move to sort of put a bigger spotlight on it, both the majority leader, Chuck Schumer, on the Democratic side— and the minority leader, Mitch McConnell, showed up at the hearing to participate. In democracy, when you lose an election, you try to persuade more voters to vote for you. You don't try to ban the other side from voting. That's what dictators do. Let's call it what it is. Put aside the flower language. This is a partisan effort to take over how you do, how you conduct elections in our country. Democrats passed similar legislation through the House in the last Congress. It went nowhere. But now, in light of Donald Trump's big lie about the 2020 election, where he falsely claims that it was somehow stolen, even though there are a gazillion court rulings and local election officials and governors of both parties who have said that's not the case. Nonetheless, Donald Trump continues to report the big lie. And the Republican Party is in total commitment to it so as not to offend Donald Trump or his most ardent supporters. That is why the Democrats think this legislation, this Congress, is all that much more urgent. 
However, the math isn't there for passage yet in the Senate. And this may be the bill in a 50-50 divided Senate that truly forces Chuck Schumer to decide what to do about the filibuster. Because this is not a bill that can go through reconciliation. And if indeed Democrats try to do this with just Democrats, it means they're going to have to bust the legislative filibuster, something Joe Manchin has said is totally off the table. So this may be the thing that forces the issue over the filibuster in this Congress. Now, here's what else matters today. It is the day before the number three House Republican, Liz Cheney of Wyoming, is going to face that vote within her own GOP conference, the conference she's currently the chair of, the conference she leads. And that vote is going to remove her from that position in all likelihood. As you know, this is over Liz Cheney's support for the truth and refusal to accept Donald Trump's big lie over the election. New York Representative Elise Stefanik is the one that is likely to take Cheney's place, though that will happen perhaps a day or so later. Tomorrow's vote is just about removing Cheney. And Stefanik has sort of risen to the top here by professing her loyalty to Trump, by suggesting election integrity is a paramount issue for the Republican Party right now, even though she has a less conservative voting record than Liz Cheney. Once again, just providing the total evidence that you need that this is not about a policy difference Liz Cheney has, a governing philosophical difference Liz Cheney has with her fellow Republicans in the House. No, this is purely about the cult of personality of Donald Trump. That's why House Leader Kevin McCarthy on the Republican side has endorsed Stefanik for the job and is totally on board with letting this vote go forward to remove Cheney from her role. Now, some House Republicans are getting concerned that Stefanik moved in so quickly and shored up support to replace Cheney and that she's not as rock-ribbed conservative as they would like to see in this role. Even newcomer like Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, who you've heard so much about, has expressed real reservations about Stefanik. So we'll see if there's sort of another chapter here in the intra-party dynamics as Stefanik tries to secure that job later this week. But Adam Kinzinger, like Liz Cheney, one of the 10 Republicans who voted to impeach the president, he said it's really simple why Liz Cheney is soon going to be out of her job. The interesting thing is Liz is being chased out for one thing, her consistency. She said the same exact thing that Kevin McCarthy said on January 6th, which is Donald Trump is responsible. If, as expected... Cheney loses this position in leadership tomorrow. The next thing to watch carefully is, what does she use this moment for? Does she stay committed to running for re-election, even if she faces stiff opposition in a Republican primary, even if it looks like she may lose her congressional seat, not just the leadership post in the conference, but actually her seat in Congress? Does she bail on that and try to build a different wing of the Republican Party, or does she stay and fight all the way through and try to rework her ascension to power in the Republican ranks with a party that fits more her vision than Trump's vision? Stay tuned. And finally today, businessman Glenn Youngkin has officially snagged the Republican nomination for governor in Virginia. As you may know, Virginia and New Jersey are the two states with regularly scheduled gubernatorial elections, and we often look to these elections to give us a bit of tea-leaf reading into what the political environment will look like heading into the president's first midterm cycle next year. 
Youngkin is the former CEO of the Carlyle Group, a global investment firm, and he is straddling that line of trying to be the outsider, new to politics, and of the business world. He hopes that appeals to suburbanites without being singed by association with Donald Trump. However, on his first day as the gubernatorial nominee in Virginia, he got Donald Trump's endorsement, something that the Democrats in Virginia are touting more aggressively than Youngkin, which shows you he thinks Trump may be a liability in this race. So watch very carefully now how Youngkin navigates the Trump factor from now through November in this key governor's race. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.